For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Man, show here with Kim English, coach of Tennessee Volunteer, assistant coach on the Rick Barnes up there in Knoxville, at the SEC. Coach English, how you doing today, my brother? I'm doing great, man. How you doing? How you doing? I can't complain, man. Looking forward to basketball tipping off next week, man. And so, very excited, man. So, man, ask you, man, how's it going for you guys right now? Uh, preparing for you guys' first game here real soon, and how's it for you getting guys in shape and ramping up and kind of putting all your offense in there? Yeah, you know, it's been going well. Um, it's a it's been a really long off season from the SEC tournament until um, Thanksgiving, actually. So a, a longer than normal off season. Um, our guys, our staff, everyone in the program and the university and around the world. I mean, having to adjust to this new normal with COVID. But um, you know, all things considered, I think 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 all parties involved have done as good a job as they they could have possibly done. And now it's time to to put it all to the test on um, Wednesday night against Charlotte. No, I'm asking you, it's going back to March. It's probably Nashville, right, uh, getting ready for the tournament. And everything kind of got shut down. So how was it for you and Coach Barnes and the staff and the players going from, I think you're going to play in Nashville, to having to go home and be virtual, going from on campus to virtual learning. So how was that transition for your players and you as coaches as well? You know, it was, it was, you know, it, it was obviously it was disappointing that we didn't get to finish our season, um, get to our conference tournament, which is always a big point, you know, in, in March Madness and college basketball. But I think it put everything into perspective that if our sport was affected like this, that our country, the globe was affected like this, um, basketball needed to, to take a back seat and our student athletes' health became um, the number one priority and the health of our family became the, the number one priority um so yeah as, as bad as it was it was kind of you know we need to do whatever we needed to do to help you know not beat a normal opponent in a 40-minute game but help beat this virus most definitely and you know i know for you guys as a coach you probably have some guys who you look out there academically and making sure that they're on point and on task and so Trying to make sure your guys are on point of academically while at home because you don't lose the structure of study halls and tutoring on campus. How does academic advisors work with you and you guys staff to make sure you know I mean GPA stay high over that spring semester when I was back at home to themselves? Yeah, our guys did a great job. Um, you know, we had Zoom meetings and talked to those guys before they left, but, but mostly via Zoom and you know, just, just, I mean, they're, they're here to be students and, um, 
you know, again, this is the new normal, and this is, these are the cards, the hands, that the hand that that we've been dealt, and they had to do as good a job as they can, reading and learning and trying to stay 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 pay attention and stay alert online and and make sure they still could um you know handle their obligations as uh, student athletes. Most definitely, coach, and also um. How did your strength staff try to keep your young men kind of semi in shape? Because when you're back home and active, you come back and ramp up. You're asking for a, a knee, an ankle. Uh, uh, Clay Thompson had a Achilles injury the other day. You know, you ask for a bad injury when guys have been active trying to ramp them back up real fast. So how was it trying while they was at home trying to keep them in semi shape as you got them back in Knoxville there, getting those guys kind of to the point of being able to play a game and play safely and not, not get injured? You know, I think we um... – you know, I, I actually tend to think we overtrain in American sports. You know, we get two weeks off after season and right back in it all spring, and then we play and pick up and train it all summer and in the fall. And I think we overtrain. So I, I asked, and I was talking about this with some prospects. You know, there's an article last year that a big reason um, for a lot of the NBA injuries now, you know, Clay, his ACL last year, KD's Achilles last year. Um, they were linking those injuries to the usage of those guys' AAU games and off-season training and all that stuff. Like, um, so I look at it as you got an opportunity to relax, rest your body, heal an injury. If you want to go on a long walk, go on a jog, do it. I mean, you know, it, 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 it just wasn't safe to be going to play pickup with someone in April and May. So, um our guys did stuff. Our strength coach sent them weight stuff and sent them training and workout things to do. But I thought it was a great time, chance for those guys to just sit down and watch some basketball. You know, um, yeah. Most definitely. And so, uh, via Zoom while they was at home, how much did you all use the Zoom kind of make sure the young men's minds was kind of sharp? Because you know, with a pandemic, the racial, the racial unrest we had going on around us during the, during the summer there. So, how did you use Zoom to kind of keep your mind, your young men's minds fresh and keep them from not getting down and becoming depressed? It was going on going on all around them. Yeah, we had a Zoom meeting um, with each guy. We had multiple Zoom meetings with each guy to talk about their season, their expectations from a basketball standpoint, check on them, see how them and their family are doing. But as far as the racial stuff, I'm not sure Zoom had a big impact on that. It was more so our just conversations we had with guys over the phone, um, face-to-face. They got back here in um, June. So um, that that dialogue never stops. Um, Not necessarily via Zoom, but FaceTime, text messaging, phone calls, Instagram DMs, we're, we're, we're constantly in conversation with our guys. Most definitely. And so let me ask you this, Coach English, is full force your young men. So trying to make sure that the, that the young men understand the, the – the, the, the issues of COVID, right? You know, I, you know, I'm in Atlanta here. You probably saw, saw last night uh, we had a, a, a big event here, and people was all out, right? So, how do you get young men, 18, 22 years old, say, hey, you, do you want to say yes to go out with your hand with your friends? But you got to say no because because if you, if you go out, it can affect the, a coach, uh, your teammates. You, we could be out for two weeks with the COVID quarantine, and we want to play ball. We can't play because of a decision you made. So, how do you stress to your young men that I know, know you you're young, but you got to be disciplined right now and say no when you really want to say yes. Um, you know, you can't, you know, if, you know, if, 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 
if you want something you've never had, you have to do something you've never done. Um, and we have a phrase in our program. It's an acronym, ENAM. I-N-A-M. I mean, it's not about me. So, you know, during COVID this time more than ever, it's not about you going out with your friends. It's not about what you want to do. It's about the health and safety of your grandmother, your father who may have a medical condition, your younger siblings, your teammates, about our team and our season. Um, so it's really simple. And uh, we think our guys did a pretty good job of social distancing, wearing a mask, staying away. And we told them it wasn't just them. We weren't asking them to do something we weren't doing ourselves as coaches. And, um, you know, as these guys become adults and, and grown men, it's time to, 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 to step up and make sure they, they get those things done. Most definitely, most definitely. And, you know, what's also good about it is that, you know, being in the SEC, you got resources to make sure that your men are safe and healthy testing-wise, and you don't have to worry about not having resources, thank God, at UT. So that's also your blessing of being a great, great university on the lecture of Coach Former uh, there to make sure you guys are safe and everywhere, everywhere possible. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. We're, we're, we're very, very thankful for our medical team, uh, Chancellor Plowman, um, President Boyd, Coach Former. They've done a great job. Dr. Plank. Our trainer, Chad Newman, phenomenal job making sure our guys are healthy and safe. Now, Coach English, now you guys have a great roster. Uh, you guys have some good expectations on, on you this year from, from pundits. So how do you keep your young men grounded, only focusing on one game, not letting the noise outside of the program get to them mentally? Hey, you know, I think in 2000, I think in 2018 they got picked to finish second to last in the league, and they won it. So, you know, I don't think you need to look any further than that to show how irrelevant preseason rankings or expectations are. My senior year in college, Texas A&M got picked to win the Big 12, and they finished in last place. Um, so, you know, I don't take any stock in that. Everyone in league play is zero and zero. Everyone in the nation is zero and zero. Um on November 25th when we all get started. Um, so those expectations mean nothing. What matters is what we do every single day. It's our process. It's, 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 it's our structure. It's, it's, it's our way of preparing for every single game and, and in competition. And if you lose yourself in you know, doing your job, doing the next right thing, um, all that other stuff takes care of itself. Most definitely, Coach. And I'm going to ask you this, man. You know, scheduling-wise, you scheduling. Um, seasons got pushed back two weeks. I know you probably had your schedule mapped out before it got pushed back. So how crazy has it been trying to schedule games, knowing that rules are different in each state, trying to make deal with quarantines, different teams, and their, their, their testing protocols to get games the right way for you and your team to prepare them for the SEC play coming up here real soon? Yeah, Coach Schwartz our associate head coach and coach Barnes um, they really hunkered down and did a great job with our schedule um, you know non-conference is tough with, with different states and cities and, and municipalities and different rules and regulations with their, their local health departments but once the ESP event in Florida got canceled um, you know, our group quickly got together coach Schwartz and coach Barnes thought it would be safest for us to be in Knoxville as much as we possibly could. 
and um, we got the Volunteer Classic going, and we got Charlotte and VCU, two very formidable opponents coming in from the Colonial League and the um, – sorry, sorry, from the Atlantic 10 and, and from the, the, the Conference USA. And um, really excited about that, but put together a, a very challenging schedule in a year where not a lot of teams are – are doing that, but we think it's best to prepare our guys for the the buzzsaw that is SEC play. Yeah, and talk about that, coach. From one through fourteen, it's no easy nights in that conference. It, I mean, it doesn't matter, you know. <laughs> I mean, just a, it's a true gauntlet. And I think people sleep on it, and they shouldn't. Also about the ACC, but SEC is tough as, as hell as well, coach. Because, like you said, for everywhere you go in that conference, you could lose on that given day or night. Yeah, I mean, I think it's six coaches in the league that have been in the final four um very good coaches and as, as evidenced by the nba draft the other night no conference in the country had more draft picks than the sec no conference in the country had more first round draft picks than the sec no conference in the country had more lottery picks than the sec um so and then and again outside of that i mean last year we played florida state we played washington we played we played draft picks all up and down last season and um no the sec is definitely um no gimmies any given night um, you have to, to to be ready and bring your a game also you was a little coach english no you play for some you, you worked with some great people already if frank hazel had him on two feet was weeks ago he's a great to have him on tab boy had him on a few times as well and rick Barnes. so being a, being a coach, man, you're getting baptism by some great men to teach you this business. I know you're a young man rising up in this in this coaching game. So, how's it feel to know these these guys took chances on you and believe in you the way they have it as you got out of it, playing professionally now to be a full time coach? Yeah, great guys. I mean, I was I talked to those guys almost weekly, and I thank them all the time. And I've had three very, very, very good bosses and in this industry and in this profession. For me, it's always been about um, it, it, it's always been about the program over the job. It's always been about the head coach over the salary. And I've been very fortunate to work for three guys that really, you know, first and foremost, allow you to do your job. They, if you're, you're a basketball coach, they let you coach basketball. And I really appreciate them for that. And, um, and I just, you know, hopefully I can pay it forward one day. Most definitely. And the coach, you played for the Detroit Pistons for you up there, man. You know, I love my man Mason. Uh, how was it up there seeing him every night get the crowd hype at the Palace up there, man? Because I love hearing him and doing his Detroit basketball calls, how he, how he does the game. His, his flow is, is sick, man, up there. Yeah, Mason's great, man. Mason's great. He, uh, The whole city of Detroit, great energy, great energy, great toughness, throwback. Reminds me a lot of Baltimore, where I'm from. Um, love Mason. Love Mason, man. I, uh, Hearing him so much, they got the whole intro engraved in my head. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, you got that right. Hey, man, it's in mine, too. Trust and believe it's in mine, man. So, ask you about, about Baltimore, man. I know you're probably a Ravens fan, being from Baltimore City up there, man. So, you got the Titans this week. So, how was that being around, around the office, you know, being in Tennessee? You know, you're a Raven, probably a Raven guy. The Titans in Tennessee. So, how's that been this week for you? You know, the Titans ran all over us last year in the AFC semifinals. Um, you know, it was it was a it was a slaughter. 
uh, 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 what's his name? Henry? What's the running? What's the Derrick Henry? Yeah, Derrick Henry. Yeah, and he ran all over us, man. It was bad, but uh, the Titans are great. You know, it's a, I've been fortunate to be around some good football. You know, not well, not necessarily at the time, but you know, I went to school in Missouri. So the Chiefs are doing well, and and, and now Titans are doing well, and the Ravens are doing well as well. So. Well, hopefully, coaching this Falcons won't blow a lead this week. Hopefully, because you know they know we're doing known for blowing leads here in Atlanta. So, <laughs> so it's all we're good for. <laughs> so I'm hoping we'll be good. Well, Coach English, thank you for your time today, man. And I hope this again with you down the road, man. Be blessed, my brother, and best of luck to your team going forward this year, man. All right, thanks, brother. Appreciate it. You're welcome. All right. <laughs> listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube